0: Welcome back to Views from Third Man. For those of you who are first-time listeners, this is a cricket podcast where we look at the events in world cricket from a fan's point of view. And today, we're looking back at the greatest tournament Indian cricket and maybe world cricket has ever seen. The Indian Premier League, the 14th edition of the IPL, just finished. A tale of two installments, but two defending champions, two champions teams playing the final with MS Thoni and Chennai Super Kings coming out on top. Will it be the last time we see MS Dhoni in the IPL? Will this be his final walk into the sunset? Who knows? But today, let's look back at what's been a fantastic tournament and pick our team of the tournament. Not the best 11 players, because we're picking players based on their performances and the particular positions they've played for their franchises. So you can't say, okay, the top six batsmen in this tournament were KL Rahul, Pritchfee Shaw, Zutruda Jugaakwat, Venkatesh Ayad, and Faf Plessis. So they'll be the top five. No, that's not how this is going to work. Players will largely be picked based on where they've done well for their respective franchises. And secondly, only four overseas players in this side, like every other IPL team. So, let's go into the first problem, which is the opener. Really, this team had two problems: the first opening batsman did really well in the i p l and that meant middle order batsmen naturally didn't have the best numbers so Let's start with the openers and I've really narrowed it down to four candidates. You're looking at a KL Rahul versus Ruturaj Gaikwad combination or a Shikhar Dhawan versus Faf Plessis combination. Now I'm going KL Rahul in the first one for the simple reason that Rahul played less innings and played in a weaker batting side. KL Rahul's got 600 plus runs in 13 innings playing in a weak batting side. Ruturaj Gaikwad has played three innings more and just got about 20 runs more playing in arguably the strongest batting lineup in the IPL. So even though it's been a breakout tournament for Dutudaj and I've loved watching him. bat, I'm going with Classy KL Rahul. The second, Shikhar Dhawan versus Faf Duplessis. A controversial choice because I really want to have another left-hander in the top order. Left left-handed top order batsmen have done very well in this IPL. Dhawan striker in the power play is fantastic. So is Faf Duplices. But the thing with Shikhar Dhawan is, he got 380 runs in the first 7 games of the IPL in the Indian installment. He came to the UAE and in 8 innings he got 207 runs. Not the best progression even though those numbers still look good on paper. The strike rate dipped from 150 plus to just about 130. Faf duplicy on the hand. 600 plus runs, a consistent strike rate, going hard in the power play to give Ruthu Raj the time he needs to build an innings, which is something KL Rahul would also benefit from this hypothetical scenario. So I'm going KL Rahul and Faf Duplisi to open the batting. At number three, I must say, I was very pleased with the way Sanju Samson played in the IPL. Samson's the kind of player who I've looked at for a very long time and thought, you know what, if this guy plays 6 balls out of the 240 balls in the match, those are the 6 balls I really want to watch. There's something classy about Sanju Samson. Something about his batting sort of being like poetry in motion. I think that would be the best way to describe it, but he never had the consistency. Until now, Sanju Samson's become captain of the Rajasthan Royals and I think he took the captaincy like a fish to water. And though Rajasthan haven't done well, I genuinely do want Sanju Samson to captain this side because captaincy really helped his batting. 484 runs, Samson getting the consistency he needed, shouldering really what was... Well, I mean, they were number 8, so the worst team in this tournament. Samson was the only one giving them a chance whenever they played. Sanju Samson, I want him to captain. I think with a strong team, he'd be a very good captain. He's a serious prospect for the future. Number 4, the easiest pick of all. Up until this edition of the IPL, Glenn Maxwell had six fifties in 82 innings. In the last 15 games, Maxwell's made six fifties, 500-plus runs, the most man-of-the-match awards by any player, really helping Royal Challengers Bangalore. Every year, RCB adds a layer of depth their side and every single year some other problem comes about due to which they can't win it might be Kohli striker in the middle it might be De Villiers not finishing one bowler short every year Bangalore looks a better side every year they get so close yet so far but every year they do get closer and the reason this year was Glenn Maxwell and Harshal Patel so Maxwell at four and number five I'm actually going with Rishabh Pant. Now, there's an interesting reason for why I'm going with Rishabh Pant. His numbers don't look good on paper, but there is no other number five who's done well in this tournament. I mean, three teams had no standard number five. You know, Rajasthan, Punjab, and Hyderabad. Chennai Super Kings were just sending anyone at number five, and they were doing well, but number five wasn't getting enough time at CSK. That leaves Rishabh Pant, Kaizen Pollard and A.B. De Villiers. Now, Pollard and De Villiers had fantastic first halves of the tournament. They were incredible. Pollard got that mammoth 87 and 34 balls against CSK to pull off a heist for the ages. De Villiers was the only batsman who was able to score the answer that wicket in Chepok. 76 and 34 balls, 48 and 27. A brilliant innings at Ahmedabad against Delhi to really beat that side. He's, he was genuinely a match winner for RCB. But coming to the UAE, A.B. De Villiers and Kaizen Pollard's form fell off a cliff. Pollard and De Villiers. Their two franchises were looking at them to make an impact and they really didn't do much. Rishabh Pant's numbers look very similar to the two of them. The strike rate's slightly lower, but he had that consistency. He was also captain of the side and can also keep wickets. I genuinely don't think KL Rahul should be keeping wickets. He can then maximize his work as a batsman and play freely. So, Rishabh Pant, for the wicket-keeper-batsman package he offers, makes this side, this side at number 5. Number 6. I mean, CSK reached the final and... The Knights were playing so well. And so M.S. Tony just looked at the Lord and the Sir and said, okay, win me this game. Number 6, Ravindra Jadeja, a strike rate of upwards of 150. All those wickets, all those runs. I genuinely believe Ravindra Jadeja is the best all-rounder in India today. And he's good enough to bat at number 6 in T20 cricket, if not at number 5. At number 7, I'm actually going to go with Shimron Hetmyer For the simple reason that you look at Hetmyer's strike rate and it's fantastic. It's almost 170. He hasn't got those many runs. His average has also been good but that's been bolstered by a, by a lot of not-outs. But hetmyer has been an impact player for Delhi. Every time Delhi have stuttered, every time it doesn't seem like they're going to get the finish if Rishapan gets out, Hetmyer just comes in in the last couple of overs and hits a few boundaries. It's almost natural to him. And that helps shift the momentum of the game. And momentum something a lot of teams really needed to do well in this tournament. KKR used momentum to get to the final. CSK always had momentum. MI weren't able to get momentum. Bangalore and Delhi peaked at the wrong time and ended up getting knocked out. Momentum is very important in T20 cricket. It's almost like the word momentum and teams making sort of stadiums their fortresses are two very important things in a tournament like the IPL and Hetmyer provided that momentum shift for Delhi every single game. So I'm going with Hetmyer at 7. And we talked about the Lord already. It's his birthday today, by the way. Happy birthday, Shardul Thakur. Number 8 in this side. The man with the golden arm. As of now, everything Shardul Thakur touches turns to gold. And India will just hope he can carry that form into the T20 World Cup. Fantastic numbers. Didn't bat that much, but always was able to just Come in in the middle overs and get two wickets in the same over and just walk off casually like nothing happened. 2019, two runs needed at the last ball. Shardul Thakur on strike. MI win their fourth title. He's heartbroken. This year he comes to the final and gets those wickets to beat KKR. Two wickets in one over, change the game. Redemption for the Lord. Shardul Thakur at number eight. Nine, ten, eleven. This is difficult. Okay, first pick is actually not that difficult because Harshal Patel was fantastic. Purple Patel, they said, very well said. Thirty-two wickets in fifteen games and an economy rate of under seven and a half in the death overs. Harshal Patel was consistently coming in at over number eleven and bowling a four over spell in the last nine overs. And if Ravinder Jadeja hadn't taken him apart for those thirty-seven runs in that one over, his economy overall would be under six and his death overs economy would be under five, which is fantastic for the death bowler i mean you never thought that bangalore's strength would be their bowling but this year their strength has been their bowling because of harshal patel so he's at number nine and then 10 and 11 are difficult picks we have an overseas slot left and really there's two options there's anrik nokia and there's sunil narayan And then for the other option for Indians, there's Jaspreet Bumrah and Avesh Khan. Bumrah, surprisingly, has done very well. I mean, MI have had an underpass season by their standards. They haven't got the consistency from any of their players, except Bumrah. He's got 23 wickets in 14 games, which is fantastic. Avesh Khan has had 24 wickets, and he's the second-highest wicket-taker. I genuinely think he should have got Breakthrough Star, a performing player at the tournament, and all those young player awards that they gave out. So Avesh Khan versus Jaspreet Bumrah, Nokia versus Sunil Narayan. Now, I've noticed that Anrik Nokia and Avesh Khan actually play very similar roles for Delhi and MI have started using Bumrah to play that same role as well. But I looked at Sunil Narayan's numbers very carefully. He's made the impact when it counts. He stood up for KKR in big matches, with the bat and with the ball. Bangalore fans, I feel for you that eliminator really hurt. Um, but Sunil Narayan didn't have the best first half of the IPL. In fact, he got dropped. KKR actually chose to play Harbhajan Singh, who's for, who's over 40 and hasn't played for India since 2016 instead of Sunil Nalayan. So I'm going with Andrik Nokia instead of Sunil Nalayan because he's been consistent throughout the tournament. And therefore, because Avesh Khan plays a similar role to Andrik Nokia, I'm going with Jasreet Bumrah for the last lot. It's amazing, isn't it? I mean, you think Bangalore and Delhi have done so well. There's three Delhi players, two Bangalore players, a couple of CSK players, but slyly there's an MI player just sneaking in, which just shows how good the individual performance is from that franchise have been even though they haven't qualified. Bumrah's really been a talisman for them and they'll be hoping to retain him in the next year's auction. So make your own team, use the same rules and let's see how they match up.